Welcome back to another episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Joey. I'm here with Mike. Hey. And Tom. Hi, Joey. And Ross. Hi, Joey. Hey. Anyway, well, what I have been noticing a lot in my um, classroom this winter, I guess, recently, I would say, and I've been thinking about is children hiding. And there's a couple different ways that I see hiding, and I kind of want to, and they're all a little bit different, so I'll kind of throw them out there, and if there's anything that resonates with you guys to, to pick up on a, on a thread, but I think there's I think there's something universal about children, well, often enjoying hiding, definitely engaging in hiding behavior, and it seems mm-hmm. to be something that sort of extinguishes as we get older, so I think it's something kind of unique to childhood, so I kind of mm-hmm. want to explore that a little bit, but here's the ways that I'm seeing hiding in, in my classroom lately. One is just plain old hide-and-seek. I got a group of kids in one of my classes that mm-hmm. play hide and seek just kind of on and off throughout throughout the morning um mm-hmm. so and, and it's not the most difficult game of hide and seek yeah. but you know, they're going under tables and they're under the sensory table and they just kind of show up in funny places and you're around the like, room where could they be well I, we don't I, you know what teachers don't play at all it's entirely oh, kid run I, okay I, I don't play at all um yeah, yeah. And in fact some you know entirely this kid game that goes on that teachers pretty much have nothing to do with hmm. beyond just setting the, the parameters but they love it and they do it over and over and over and it seems to be really be feeding some some need and different kids come in and out it's very open and inclusive so there's hide and seek mm-hmm. Just thinking about this other group of uh, girls, they, they happen to be the younger. They happen to be mostly younger kids in the class. I've got this loft with a staircase yep. and this little kind of nook under the stairs. Mm-hmm. And so many children, of course, going enjoy going in the nook under the stairs. They go there often, regularly, and now they are blocking themselves in. So I see it as a kind of hiding yeah. because they're kind of keeping the rest of the room out and keeping themselves in. Again, they're generally inclusive, but obviously they kind of want to control who's coming in there. But, you know, they're moving their furniture. to, right. to, to, to get, So now we're like, okay, you can use a block instead of, like, dragging all the chairs and tables around. Um, So I see that as a kind of hiding. I mean, I hung scarves up the other day with tape so that they could feel completely right. enclosed. Um, so there's something about that, feeling enclosed in that way. So that's another kind of hiding that I'm seeing. Very different than mm-hmm. hide-and-seek all over the classroom, yeah. taking over the whole space to this, like, we're going to find the smallest Your space we can be in. Private mm-hmm. space. A private space. And then the other hiding that happens uh, is that when the grown-ups come. The age-old love of putting your coat over yourself and hiding in yep. your cubby mm-hmm. is just passionately loved by children. And then if you don't get a chance to put the coat over yourself before you open the door, then your day is just shot to heck mm-hmm. and you're crying and because you didn't get to hide. So there's that hiding, um, which... And then the other... One other aspect of hiding that I have right now is a child who takes it one step further and truly hides. And mm-hmm. the adults don't know he's hiding. And mm-hmm. he's staying in the building, but he's not where all the other kids are, like, hiding in plain sight, right. if you will. And this child's actually hiding, hiding, and that there's been a couple scary scenarios. So I got all kinds of hiding behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not all the same, or are they? I and mean, I'm just sort of interested... I mean, and I do think there's something about the body involved in all of that and a little bit of like where do i fit mm-hmm. and am i visible i appear i disappear yeah um, so so we had a podcast not so long ago about proprioception yes and so the fitting into small spaces yes. fits right into that that yeah. idea yeah. of where's my yes. body in space they need to find some small spaces so they can measure it with their body. Yes. That's mm-hmm. that's the instrument they have. Yeah. But I also think it has something to do with like the fear. There is a fear of getting lost or disappearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a way to play with it of because they know 
on one hand that they are not lost, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but on the other hand, they sort of are, and they're the ones in control. It still has that power element, just like pretending mm-hmm. to use a gun or be mm-hmm. a superhero. Mm-hmm. Of like they're in control of it, but it's also edging towards this fear that they right, actually like you have. maybe don't know I where think I am. That's where yeah. it comes from. And do any which aspect of do you think all hiding? I think I think all except maybe the last one, or maybe the last one, and it's a child who's just not quite understanding that line mm-hmm. they're they're pushing it too far yeah. but i think with the parents that's the whole idea because that's the person they're worried or right. family members that's who they really don't want to lose and so by playing that like oh where am i you know mm-hmm. you can't find me it gives that reunion of like mm-hmm. oh there you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as i say that as you were listing your examples i thought about peekaboo mm-hmm. which is a game we yeah. play from very early Where'd baby go oh there you are right. and it's and we know in that case it's the just Permanence, object permanence. Object permanence, yeah. Right. That right. When you're gone behind the sheet, you're truly gone. And there can be that if you're, if we've seen, if you hold it for too long, the baby can get fussy or worried right. and the, yeah. then start to cry. Oh, here I am. And there's the, so there's that kind of, I guess it's, a, I have this like, for some reason, the thrill of on roller coasters. Or like, yeah. You have that adrenaline of up yep. and down. And roller coasters yep. are a similar thing where you know you're not actually falling. Right. And you're in a. Right safe space and yet you get the feeling I think, I think hide and seek has the anticipation you don't quite know when the per- hide and seek in particular yeah. you yeah. don't quite know when that person's going to find you right. so there's that like sustained like are they coming are they coming mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's right that's how I know it's thrilling yeah <laughs> I, I had that kind of pop up why it's happening inside versus outside uh-huh. and that goes back to the episodes we've talked about with risk or this and how getting lost or, or hiding can be one of those identifiers of you know risky behavior that Inside, it's controlled. Mm-hmm. We can hide, but we're not really hiding. And that, I'm assuming, is kind of like preschool hiding where I'm behind right. the piece well, of paper. I got kids coming up to me all day and I'm like, where's so-and-so? And I I mean, I know they're in the room, but I will be like, <laughs> look around and be like, yeah, no, no, I think they're playing hide. I mean, they're pretty good. You know, they're yeah. like under my sensory table. Right, and, you have to actually look. Funny, to, you do right. have to actually, I mean, they get low mostly as their right. trick, so you can't see them. Yeah. So it's not like true, because you yeah. you're not, you don't have. Because these are know. mostly, it's actually a five-year-old instigated game. I've got some kids who are, you know, going into right. kindergarten mm-hmm. who've already turned five. They're the, they're the prime players. And then the littler ones are like doing yeah. the version of like, I'm standing here and yeah. well, that's, that's where I love Love, like the pictures of two-year-olds playing and they're just yeah. standing behind the curtains and you just see legs and yeah, body yeah. and yeah. all they're hiding yeah. is their face. Yeah. Yeah. But well, And that's proprioception too. Exactly. <laughs> they, like, they're just hiding what they can you, see, not what they... You can't see they, me yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yep. So there's... I think there's another hiding What's that, that goes on. Um, kids hide things. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had an yep. episode in my classroom where uh, the children were playing surprise party. Uh-huh. And so people, the, the children would go throughout the room and pick out something, and they'd have the person who was going to have the birthday walk around the room away right. from, and yeah. they'd hide it somewhere in the house area. And then they, then uh, the person would come back and to the house area, and all the kids would jump up and say surprise, and then they'd have to find the the, the thing, the gifts. In in a way, it's it's got to be kind of a cognitive uh, exercise too, because I have to think about where. I'm going to hide, uh-huh. and I have to think yeah. about where somebody else might, might hide. hide. Uh-huh. And so th- there well, you're, you're engaging getting someone else's perception, right? Exactly. Like what would be hard for them to figure out? So especially five-year-olds, that's like yep. pushing on something they're just starting to figure out. Of oh, yeah. they it's won't. Pers- it's perspective yeah. taking. Yeah, it too. is. Well, it is. That's so it's the game hide and seek is a it cognitive, but there's that social mm-hmm. and yeah kind of relationship building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because uh, again going back to peekaboo with babies yep. is that it's that 
I'm returning. It's that it's I can trust that you're going to come back every time, right. and you have that. So in this game, I know you're going to find me. Where I'm thinking of yeah. games when I played hide and seek later on in high school, where you'd play sardines or yeah. whatever, where yeah. you'd your goal you didn't want to be found. Right. But right. in this in no, this version, they want to be found. Like they're yeah. waiting. That's to the like, thrill. You didn't find right. me. Which going back to developmental is funny because the younger ones that they play with kind of stop playing. You know, like they'll you know right. someone will we count. Can't, we can't find. We you. can't find you. And so my five year old will still be like under my sensory table, like very well camouflaged. I'll forget they're there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, guys, I don't think anyone's looking for you. You know, I mean, I just, you right. know, like, I yeah, feel the bad. Game's that, over. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. your three year old friend just stopped looking. Yeah. They, you know, they just. <laughs> well, I definitely had that happen when I was older and my older siblings just, just like. Just stop playing and you're they, still and hiding. Yeah. You know, yeah. was I mean, that my grandma's and, and then you're still hiding. And I'm still <laughs> hiding and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, where are they? <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, but then, I, but I think then about like the, the young, the late maybe older twos, young threes who get under a pillow and then they're so excited, like ah, here I am, right. like they they can't right. contain it. But there's that again. There's there's a lot of I guess I never really thought about the nuances of hide and seek. But there's a lot that yeah, goes so on. There's all these in, social interaction yeah. yep. things, and there's something about the reunion is just as important as the right. disappearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the proprioception. There's the pushing on fear. Yep. The cognitive uh, thing about a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I'm also thinking of of another instance where my nephews were, we were at a restaurant and my nephews were being, running all over the place. And so my... um, sister-in-law asked the waitress to go say, would you tell them to please stop? And she she comes up behind them and says, you know, I need you to stop. And they froze and they wouldn't look at her. It's like, if I don't look at her, she doesn't exist, right? Right, right. It's like, it's this strange thing. And these were not, these were seven, Mm eight-year-olds. So... <laughs> they could take a perspective. There's somebody behind me, but maybe if I don't look, right? They did stop. Yeah. <laughs> but where does that? Fit? But they I stopped, yeah. so they still had that pr- enough perspective <laughs> yeah. of like, well, yeah. they really can yeah, see me because if I move, they're gonna see me. But I've got a, I've, I've now got another example of hiding that happens on our playground when it's time to come off the playground mm-hmm. and children running and hiding, which yeah. is more like the child who's hiding when he's getting picked up at the end of the right. day. Right. And this, what sometimes it, it has been a fun like kind of come catch me game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come and get me. But other times, it's been, I'm not done yet. Yep. I don't oh, want to yeah. leave. So if I hide from you and you go away, then I'll get to keep playing. And then there's the, we have the conversation about that. I know you don't want to come off the playground now, but we all have to. And if you stay here by yourself, then the teachers can't keep you safe. That's against my rules of being a teacher. Right. I got to make sure everybody stays safe. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, so there's been that aspect over the years where they'll want to hide to continue their right. game. Same thing happens cleanup time sometimes in sure. the room, right? right? The yeah, kids go still, hide. Yeah, under the stairs. So yeah. they don't have to put the toys away. Whether the, And then whether that's because I don't want to stop playing or I don't want to do that part, right. so I'll just wait till right. everybody else has a job for me. Yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, and then in. I'll come out for, for stories. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and as a teacher, inside, well, inside might be different than outside. Outside, I do not play hide-and-seek. If they're playing hide-and-seek and they ask me to play, I make a huge point about saying... You know, if there's another teacher here, I could play with you. you yeah. Someone's gonna right. watch the kids, and yeah. you know, like I'm a teacher, you can't really actually hide from me. You can tell me you're playing hide and seek, but yeah. I actually have to know where you are. Right. So right. I make a pretty clear line to to not hope in my mind at least not to not confuse them about right. you know you kind of can't hide from me. I have to know where you are. Right. I think one of the things right. that happens with parents is that it, yeah that kind of play oftentimes becomes a power struggle. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's not necessarily I want to keep playing, but it's more like a power struggle. Like, <laughs> you got to come now. No, I don't want to come. I, wanna, right. I, gotta, yeah, yeah. I still remember this instance. A very good friend of mine had 
uh, a child who, who we were leaving and the child wasn't going to come with us. I said, let's just go. Let's just go. We're not going to really leave her there. We're going to go around the building and we can still see where she is. But the, the more you keep engaged with her, the longer this will happen. Come on with me. We'll come. And the girl right. came. So but then, then I do have, because I think that then I think there's also the problem when parents are like, well, I'm just going to go. Goodbye. You'll be here by yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> right. And then the kid panics and goes, no, don't leave me. Right. And so they using that relationship as the bargaining chip to get yeah. what you want. Right, which, so is think, di- which is different than I'll be waiting outside the building for you. Right. I mean, you know, like, yeah. Right. right. Like, yeah. we're going to be over the here. The people who take come, it so far, like, I'm going home for lunch. Yep. See ya. You'll yeah. be by yourself. Right. I mean, so I think, and I don't think that's the what you were putting off in that case, but I, I want to address that yeah. to maybe the parents or the adults that I see that happening with. And even, I mean, there's yeah. teachers who use that strategy and I just, that's where in this, in this world of early childhood, especially the younger they get, they don't have that trust in the same right. way or the perspective taking yeah. to go, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, I'm coming. Fine. But there's like, no, you're leaving. No. Then there's now that sense of, right. You, I think I'm, it goes, it goes, it comes down to the dance that they, they they create with their child. Does that make any sense? This is the way we. This is what happens when we pick you up. Right. You do this. I do that. You do this. I do that. Right. And there, there's some way you, you want so to kind of you want to kind of stop it somehow. The child needs to have enough of that. We do this dance, whatever it is, the game where we're pretending to hide or something like that. But still, it's more I think about that reunion. And when a grown up has to have that sense of trust, they're always trustworthy with it. Right. Like saying, "I'm going to wait outside the night." Right. Where that can right. get into that fear. Now, there, depending how old the kid is, there might be if you could do a tone of voice that they know you're joking. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, there's depending always the that. Because I was going to say with hide and seek, I often play with kids, and I'll use a tone of voice where I know, you know. Right. I'm aware that they understand. I and actually I talk about do places know where outside where I really am yeah, terrified genuine. I will lose or, them. Anyway, well, I still, we need to wrap up. I still care about the girls who are hiding under taking up as little space as possible mm-hmm. in the classroom yeah. versus as much space as possible in the classroom. I think that's a interesting trait that children yeah, have. Something I'd like to talk about one day is, yeah. is you know, thriving yeah. in almost not being there. Yep. Um, in constricted spaces. In constricted or... spaces. Yep. Mm. And, you know, they're enjoying it. But are they doing it because they don't think there's any other place for them? Yeah. I always have that question. Yeah. But anyway, we got to wrap this one up. And I appreciate you guys talking about hiding. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.